Hi, and welcome to Wiki. Look at 21. I'm your host, Steve, and I'm here with... Hey, I... And we're here to talk about all things Disney. Um, this week, we've had a lot of different kind of news. Um, Sarah, what did you have for us this week? I don't really have much. Um, I have nothing. Well... I know you. I, I think have you stuff have that I know you. Okay, so um, I guess the big thing for this week, we have park stuff. We'll talk about that in our Kingdom Keeper segment. Yeah. Um, the big thing this week is um, E3 happened, which is the big games convention, mm-hmm. and uh, had some cool things and some surprises there. Um, Disney has teamed up with Rare and Sea of Thieves, and is releasing an expansion called Pirate's Life. Yay. And um, th- this expansion is basically a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, take on Sea of Thieves. And it, they, it really looks good. It looks very, very good. Mm-hmm. And anyone who knows what Sea of Thieves is, it's basically a co-op um, and you could technically fight other, like, it's a pirate simulator. You you have your team, you, you, you run a ship, you need one person to, to, you know, make sure you're not flooding, you know, all that stuff. And they have added, like, single-player content, like, story modes. It first came out, it wasn't, there was no uh, story mode. Um, and now, they have decided to implement this Pirate's Life, I guess, mm-hmm. expansion. Uh, so, Sarah, what, do you, what what questions do you have about it? Well, first of all, Sea of Thieves, it's first person, correct? Yes, but you're not moving very fast. It's not like a shooter. Yeah. So so you know, that that's the main reason thing. why I haven't played in the past. But um, watching the trailer and being such a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan, like already just the music got me going. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people wondering, it isn't Johnny Depp. The voice actor. It's no. um, Jack, the Kingdom Hearts Jack Sparrows. Yeah. Um, but he sounds exactly like him. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I just wonder how does this... So it's a pirate simulator game, right? I've never really played because I'm not a first person person. <laughs> um, is it that they give you quests or is it like so, you can go about stuff yourself or can you play so you as Jack? So I don't, I don't think so it sounds like you're going to go on a mission with him. Um, and it mm-hmm. is a um, a narrative driven Because it's it's not just Jack Sparrow you have. There's Gibbs. There's, you know, like... Uh, um, Which looks like he'll give you quests. Like, he, like uh, we still don't know exactly... The most information we have right now is there are, like you can see in the trailer, you have Gibbs, you have Davy Jones, which I think you're going to battle, uh, or he may be popping up. So They even have Eve's, cotton. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's even a scene straight out of the attraction where someone's trying to feed a, the, uh, the dog a bone who has keys to their cell. Yeah, it's Jack Sparrow. Uh, and... Um, so basically, when when CFDs first launched, it was just like 
a multiplayer like just experience you 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 would go on and, and try to find treasure and it was like almost a puzzle like you'd you'd sail to an island and you had to you would literally have a map and you'd be like okay this is where i go and you did that and sometimes skeletons would attack you but what was was different was other people on their ships could also attack you so you, it'd be team mm -hmm. against team um and i, I this, this is still not like they haven't said whether this is fully separate which i don't i'm not sure it will be maybe it is maybe it's a fully separate mode um but um it definitely looks like in in the article they've been working on this since 2019 oh, um wow. so uh i'm very very excited uh to see where it goes because i played sea of thieves and uh you can play it by yourself you can get a smaller ship where you can go and then you know, the, you you go put your sails up and then you go drive your, your ship around. Obviously, having two people is still ideal. You can easily play the game with two people. So you and me, boom, we could, we could totally play this. Um, by yourself, it can be tough. But um, it, 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 it's, it's, we, we, it's still not clear what exactly it is. But they have said that I know there's an area where they literally use the original audio from the attraction from when it first opened. Um mm. We don't know how long the story mode is, but um, um, yeah, we'll see. Cause, 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 Sea of Thieves was like a living world. When you when you go on your missions, you might run into a kraken, you might run into some sharks. It was all like random. So I don't know if Davy Jones now may randomly attack you and you have to fight him off, which would be mm -hmm. really cool. Um, but uh, I think this is a great addition to a game that's really been around for several years and this has stayed popular. And if if and and for people who don't know, if you have Xbox Game Pass, don't have to pay for it. It's it's added, sort of like Netflix. Like that's just an addition to to your Game Pass. Um, yeah. Do you do you have anything else before I guess we move on to the next E3? I don't update? think so. I think we covered everything. You know, so far. So on to the next. So. The next thing is Ubisoft is coming out with Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Oh, so I Ubisoft didn't see Ma this. So the Ubisoft Massive, which makes massive uh, games. Um, you don't it, say. Yes. Uh, I think that's why they call themselves that. Uh, <laughs> the This game looks gorgeous. Um, and it looks like you're going to be a, a, um, a Navi fighting off invaders of with the technology i don't know if this is going to be before after the movie um maybe it's in between this one and the next ones I'm, i don't know um but the game looks gorgeous if you have a time to look at a trailer um it's like i know some people it's it's crazy because you know avatar it is again now the number one movie again because it repassed avengers during the pandemic because it was in china and it's the number one movie ever. A lot of people are like, well, doesn't really culturally stick around. And Disney is still releasing the next three movies in the next few years. And yeah. here's the thing. Whether you like the movie or not, maybe the game's amazing. So yeah. it, it looks like a it's a first-person action-adventure game. So oh. um, we'll see where it goes from there. Um, I don't think you have any other questions about that one, do you? No, I didn't even. 
was announced. I, I thought you were going to start talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that, that'll be next. But um, one thing that is exciting is the studio that's making this Avatar game is making a Star Wars game, which isn't going to be out for several years. So how amazing this game looks bodes well for this future Star Wars game. Yes. Um, the next topic is, you just talked about it, they have announced a Guardians of the Galaxy game. And my goodness, does it look fun. <laughs> so, yes. It is, it's their own take. The characters are obviously look slightly different than the movies. Um, yeah, it's it not, not the movie versions. No, and it's also, actually, they even said it's not connected to the Marvel's mm -hmm. Avengers game either. It's its own world. Um, and, uh, the trailer comes out it's it's very 80s so it does seem like they're trying to do their own thing with 80s music compared to the movies which i believe was like 60s and 70s um mm -hmm. and uh it's a third person uh action adventure so you'll like that because it's not first person yes and um you control only star Lo star lord though but you can tell your teammates like Drax, Rocket, and Gamora, like what to do, and like mm -hmm. do like special moves or whatever. And it also looks like you really get to be involved in the conversation and the banter in between missions, and that can affect this of the gameplay. The the ending can't be changed. It's not like a game where you can make your decisions and there's a different mm. ending. My guess is because they want canon to continue, and when they make a sequel, people are like, "Well, that's not the decision I made." Um, and uh, we have it just it looks a lot of fun it, it's i'm trying to think of what it could look like it looks a bit like devil may cry um mm. the action with your with with being able to lock on while shooting but then also melee combat um it just looks super fun and really looks good it it does have a little bit of issue a bit like the avengers game where the characters are just a little too much like the ones from the movies where they just seem off like, if you went in a total, but in the pre-order, uh, in the pre-order uh, bonuses, which obviously you need to pre-order, they have the classic old-school Guardians looks like, and those, okay. those are very, very cool. Um, but uh, um, are you looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy from Square Enix? I am. Like, I just, I don't really know what to expect but like the trailer looks fun you see some what looks like gameplay um mm -hmm. and the fun i just i like the whole universe with like aliens and stuff like that yeah. i'm not super good at those kind of games where you have to tell you know what to do or whatever it's pretty um, simple it, it i don't think you've played other games but it's literally like your characters are a button. So, like, if you push X, Drax will do something. It's not, like, oh, okay. So, okay. Um, well, yeah, then it just seems, like, fun. And, and you know, I like story-based games. Mm -hmm. um, I like, you know, non-story-based games, too. But that one looks... It looks fun. It just looks like a... a, a... I'm I, excited. I think it's very, it's very interesting because... I'm a huge fan of the Marvel's Avengers game, which has been controversial. Yeah, and that when I say controversial is like it has a great story mode. So, like you, if you can ever have a chance to play it, you should just play through the story mode. It's 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 yeah. a third person action story mode game, but it is also a games as a service. 
and and what I mean by that is you have missions that re you repeat every week to unlock higher gear. Um, yeah. if, if anyone ever played like Destiny or even like a bit of like an MMO, it's some of that, which that is actually optional. If you want to just play the story, play it and you're done, Avengers mm -hmm. is has a great story for that. Um, and you end up playing all the characters. Um, but people who are like me, who I've put in like 200 hours into this Marvel Avengers game. Like, <laughs> Hours I played this game. It's in. I've leveled all my characters to the max. I haven't done that yet with the new Hawkeyes, um, but they actually also announced a new expansion, uh, War for Wakanda, which includes Black Panther, and it's free. So one thing Avengers oh. has always said: all all new content and story will be free. The way they're monetizing is. If you want certain outfits, you got to pay for them. So it's really all optional. Mm. Um, have I bought a couple outfits? Sure. Oh, um, really? My, my, I have Iron Man that looks like a medieval knight with a cape. He is amazing. Maybe you and, paid money uh, for that. I paid $5. Well, I um, shouldn't speak. I play Sims, so... You know, yeah. pay for having a dog well, in the game. <laughs> if if you really want to, because they have these, like, if you ever know, like, other games, they're like these battle passes or character passes. And all the ones that came with the original game, like the original five characters, the so Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, and Miss um, Marvel, those were all free. So you can... Mm -hmm. And if you leveled up your characters and did certain things, you actually, each of them got, got you basically $10 worth of credits. So basically, you could get $50 worth of credits, and then you could buy outfits with that, which I used. I used all those up already. Um, hmm. What you can do is, if you, if you, you can use those credits to buy the pass for the new one. So like, Hawkeye is free to play. But if you want new outfits or cool little things and unlockables, you have to pay, um, I think it's the $10. Um, and then um, you can unlock everything. But one thing they do that's cool is if you play the game a lot, you can remake those $10. You actually end up with $12 worth of credits. So actually for all the characters, except for, of course, I said I have bought an extra outfit. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, if you are smart and save your credits, you can get through and get all the Battle Pass stuff without have or ever having to pay a dollar. Um, obviously they're they're coming out with new like outfits every week. Like there's legit new outfits, new styles. They have these Tron looking ones a couple weeks ago. And they're starting to come out with uh, the um, movie outfits. So movies uh, outfits from Endgame. But all those you do have to pay for those 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 you, if you haven't saved up your credits you do have to pay for those, which, hey, like that's a optional, like cosmetic. You can play the game and enjoy it and play everything in it without having to spend extra money, which is pretty nice. Um, but yeah, the new, uh, um, there's a new uh, Tesseract um, like event later this month. And then next month is the Black Panther expansion with the War of Wakanda, which looks great. Um, Very cool. So that is it for Disney at E3. And I think that's it for our main news segment. Mm -hmm. um, let's move on to our Disney Plus Gems.
Sarah, what's your Disney Plus gem this week? Um, this is a movie that I completely forgot I was obsessed with as a kid, and now I wonder why I was obsessed with it. But okay, so in 1995, they came out with mm-hmm. the cinematic masterpiece that dumb <laughs> Oh, <Remember> that movie. <laughs> I, I, I remember it barely because I don't think it was memorable. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this movie, for some reason, I watched it so many times. It has Danny Glover, Ray Liotta, and Denny, uh, Dennis Leary. And oh my it's, it's, yeah. And, um, well, it's, I feel like that time period where Danny Glover was in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> it's a movie during the vietnam war and the u.s army is attempting to deliver a live elephant to a village well it's it's based on a true story right it is it is based on a true story but it's just i was obsessed with this movie as a kid and i don't i have no idea why but it's 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 funny it's silly it's, it's weird um it was nostalgic to go back and like I don't know why I watched it so much, um, but it's 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 a fun little rewatch as an adult. Um, so yeah, that's mine. Okay. <laughs> you end this Disney Plus gem segment like is super <laughs> weird because I feel like you get the most like I want to say overlooked <laughs> things that maybe not a lot of people even like. <laughs> um, like you know, I I I don't. I take I, the I'm, hidden gems. But is it a hidden gem or is it like a hidden like rock? Okay, uh, first of all, how dare you speak ill will? Ray Liotta, Dennis Leary, and Daniel Glover are gems in themselves, and Operation Dubbo Drop is awesome. Okay, I'm gonna look right now. Over under. 65% on Rotten Tomatoes for Operation Dumbo Drop. Okay, first is, is not a good gem of movies I like. Okay, so you have bad taste, okay. Uh, no. Maybe other people have... So, what's your over-under 65 on? Uh, I'm, I'm about to click enter. On I'm gonna say under. under. Uh, let's see. Rotten. God, nobody even knows this movie. It won't even auto fill in anything. Oh my goodness. It's really bad, isn't it? So Operation Dumbo Trump. Oh man. 31 tomato meter and the audience score is even lower. Okay. Uncool. Hey. Start. Hey. Right, we'll, 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 uh, you know. Well, I something my next week's one taste. planned. So. so something- and I just taste. checked out the tomato rating on that one, and it's positive. So next go. week, well, like I, I said, already know. I, like you said, tomato meter doesn't mean everything. You can like things. Um, everyone, you know, we're we're not gonna yuck on someone's yum. Um, yeah, enjoy- like let people enjoy things. Okay, so <laughs> my my uh, plus gem is gonna be. And it's a National Geographic show, which is obviously on Disney Plus. Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. Do you know anything about this show? Did you already do this one? Did you already do this one? I don't believe so. Well, at least you told me about 
separately. Yes. So Gordon Ramsay Uncharted is not like any other cooking show you, you've seen. It basically is he goes to these isolated areas in the world, and, that, and some mm-hmm. are more isolated than others, and he gets to know the local cooks or, or you know, and then he also tries to cook something with the local ingredients and it's a mix of a travel show and like travel they're not going to like tourist locations they're legit going in like the jungle and like hunting for things um mm-hmm. so he's going to like uh in the first season he goes to peru new zealand uh the mountains of morocco um you know uh they just dropped the last the season two and season three so um I will be watching those, and uh, they're they're very good. Um, it, it's also really nice how they um, they highlight like local customs and mm-hmm. like how they value their food and things like that. So um, yeah, I think it's a great show, uh, great cooking show, and just great nature. Like that's why it's National Geographic. Um, I actually watch a ton of national geographic stuff on disney plus yeah um, i've actually seen um i caught on yeah. um before disney plus came over here mm-hmm. and um I, it it was really interesting like the guy's in the middle of an island not an island oh my god um he's on top of a mountain and it's mm-hmm. through, like he needs a trans with these people and yeah. like family recipes and like you know mm-hmm. y- uh yak and like all this stuff and it was so pure mm-hmm. you know, yeah it's very different like it's not most people think of gordon ramsay and they think of hell's kitchen or kitchen nightmares and him getting mad like this is the exact opposite my guess is he gets his zen on in the show like it's usually it's very mm-hmm. homely like positive um and uh yeah it's a it's a great show and if it was a previous gem well it's a double gem (laughs) so with that we're gonna go on to our kingdom keepers sarah what do you have today for kingdom keepers well um at disneyland paris on this end of the world they had the um they're having the annual pass preview for the 15th and the 16th so only annual pass holders are able to visit the parks it's like a soft opening um because it was still closed um and then it it opens to the general public on the 17th mm-hmm. um some news i received which kind of worries me is um starting to june 15th um no annual annual passes will be up for purchase um oh no they're still they're still honoring current active passes there's no renewals and you can't purchase a new one so i'm concerned that like they have in california but i'm also wondering the park's been closed and they've extended everybody's annual passes so maybe 
it's just for now, since everybody's passes are being extended, that um, it's easier to control, like, until when everybody's passes are good till and this and that. So I, there's no news on happening in the future. I just know that mm-hmm. starting today, you cannot renew or buy a new annual pass. It's very interesting that they've decided mm-hmm. that and that's a decision they've made now and not like earlier mm-hmm. in the pandemic. I think they're seeing, I think it's short-sighted because this actually mm-hmm. leads right into something I want to talk about. And I know I've been fairly negative when it comes to the parks recently, mainly Disneyland because, you know, it's something I love and I want to go, but it's just getting expensive and i'm even considering like going a day is expensive so i want to like explain here's an example one of the a movie blogger slash youtuber um he's very big his name's john campia he he's done like amc movie talk and a bunch of stuff he was a big him and his wife big disneyland fans had annual pass for like six seven years so they planned a anniversary trip this past weekend Mm -hmm. They spent $1,500 for a hotel room at the Grand Californian and two uh, day tickets. So that's $1,500 for two nights and, t- and tickets. That's, you know, not cheap. They were wanted to do Rise of the Resistance and Spider-Man, Spider-Man Web Slingers. That was what they wanted to do. It was their anniversary they go. And these are these are movie people. These aren't like Disney fans. Like, I don't think he's listening to Disney podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. but they were annual pass holders and they know what to do. Like they, they knew that at 7am first thing you do is get on the app to try to get your spot on either ride that you pick. Well, they tried and were unsuccessful. So they thought, Hey, they hadn't even gone to the park yet. They're like, Hey, can we, uh, get a refund? Cause we're, we we do not want to go. Well, the refund policy is. You need to cancel 24 hours in advance because right now you're reserving your ticket for that day. Um, so basically, right now at Disneyland, and and I know it's the same in Disney World, um, but there people have more chances because you know people are there for more days or whatever. But right now, and this may become a bigger issue because most people who have been going, like the hotels have only opened for a little bit, very low capacity. Most people who are going are big Disneyland fans that maybe used to having all pass. They're going, they know that they may not go because that's just an expectation. But if you're a family and you're not super into the no on Disney, right? And you're like, hey, we're going to go take a vacation. And you're like, oh, and, and in the ads you're seeing, the web slingers, you're seeing Rise of Disney. The kids are super excited. But guess what? You you may go for two to three days and may not even get a chance to do those rides. Is that fair? Um, so um, I think that in the long term, this is going to be detrimental because he, he said on his, his YouTube show, him and his wife, they are not that right now they're done with Disney. They're not going back. Could yeah. that change? Sure. Maybe when your passes come back, maybe, but they said, Hey, we have universal passes. We'll just go universal. Um, and it's it's very interesting to me because universal is just as busy, especially in Florida, it's just as busy as, busy as Disneyland. 
uh, when you know within like thousands of people. It's not like it's a crazy difference, and they get stuff like Hagrid's right. When that opened pre-pandemic, yeah, there was like seven-hour waits. But guess what? If that's all you wanted to do and you wanted to wait for seven hours, guess what? You get in line and you could do the ride. Yeah. So um, I think that in the short term, you're get, they're going to get a lot of upset people going, especially now that people from out of town, more hotel guests, and – they may go to a thing, which I don't think is fair either. They may go back whenever fast passes do come back. They used to give like fast passes to hotel guests for some of the big rides. Is that fair? I mm-hmm. I don't know either because you're 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 it's it's you're paying for this extra, like the hotels at Disneyland are just like insane. And of course, yeah. it's it's supply and demand. Like we're we're in Southern California, this massive population center, and you have one of the smallest Disney parks, right? Um, especially space-wise and, and capacity-wise. Um, it's it's a bit worrisome because, yes, I know that right now there's tons of articles, and even Bob Chapek said that Avengers Campus is open and everything's going great, even though, yeah, maybe they're making tons of money right now. Like, I know the, the per-guest, like, revenue is the highest it's ever been. Well, yeah, because everyone's paying... 150 200 for a day ticket and then buying yeah. food and but are people gonna be coming back i don't know like like um these guest surveys w- we'll see um because 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 they always talk about guest um like happiness what's it called um guest satisfaction right and if you come to go to on these new on these rides and you don't get it you're not going to be satisfied Especially one like an example, like John Campion spent a thousand five hundred on a hotel room and tickets for an anniversary, and that was what they wanted to do. And guess what? They didn't get to do what they want to do. And as for refund, yeah. they don't get a refund. Um, obviously, this may be a temporary issue until Fast Pass comes in, because this is something we'll bring up also right now. Things are changing incredibly fast, especially here in California. Um, mm-hmm. Starting tomorrow, the fifteenth. There's no no more mask or social distancing at the Disneyland Resort required. Um, the, the the vaccination threshold in California is at the point where we are basically fully open. Businesses can choose to require masks or not inside, but even with the CDC recommendation and the California, they're saying, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. So that's inside, outside, in lines right now. And there's also no more social distancing required. They said that people will self-attest on their way into the resort. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be similar to during COVID. A lot of places asked, if, have you had symptoms in the last day or two? They may just ask, hey, have you been vaccinated? And basically people going in will have to say yes or no. And that way Disney's not, not liable um, and they also, you know, and they also will have signs, I believe, that say, hey, the CDC does recommend that going to large events, you should be either taking a, a test to, to test negative or get vaccinated. Um, it looks like um, with the studies and what's happening is there are basically 
almost no cases of vaccinated people that are going to the hospital. Are there positive people who are, who are getting COVID? Yes, but they're almost never worse than just a mild cold yeah. um, symptoms. So it, it does seem that these vaccines are working great. We're really getting back to normal. And what's interesting is California was fully closed and we may have just jumped further into the no social distancing than Orlando. They may announce that they're not doing any, but right now I believe they're doing three foot social distancing. And, and right now to get in line, you still need to wear masks. Um, that may change very fast, but um, California is, is, I believe, there are some smaller states that have some better numbers, but it's in the top three or four in vaccination percentage. And that being what it is, um, you know, it, it, if you if you're vaccinated, you basically don't have to worry about it. You're not in more danger of of catching COVID than any other possible disease that may make you sick to go to the hospital. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, and if you're not vaccinated, you're choosing that risk. Um, unfortunately, those will be the people that will get sick because they're not vaccinated, and um, we'll see how that goes. But um, on that note, oh, and the. Uh, you can tell that the capacity is going to increase significantly because uh, Paradise Pier is opening up, Disneyland Hotel is opening up, and the Toy Story and Pixar parking garages are opening up. So basically, it looks like at Disneyland, everything is going back to normal, as close to normal I as... I heard that they were going to increase capacity because a lot of people were thinking, oh, they're going to boost it out right away, but they still well, need they, to so bring in more cast members exactly. to to deal with the, the slow increase in capacity yeah gradually not overnight yeah it's and it's it's not now it's a a hiring issue and a getting rides back from maintenance and getting everything back to where it is so um we'll see i know in florida there's been some changes in the app where now the line waits now mentioned standby. So they think fast pass may be coming back sooner rather than later over there. Um, mm -hmm. I know fast pass for us, we have always liked it. I know with a lot of people, it's very controversial. Oh. Um, a lot of, 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 of Cal especially Disneyland hardcore fa fans, because it does increase the standby weight. So if you like, you know, without fast pass, most standby waits are going to be between like even the longest rides are usually like 30 to 45 minutes. But with when you add in fast pass, which of course is a lot of people are skipping through the line through fast pass, that's when some of these standby lines get to like 90 minutes, like Space Mountain stuff. And some people wish there just wouldn't be fast pass and, you know, you just wait in line. We, especially as annual pass holders, I don't mind fast pass at all because guess what? I don't need to do every ride. I don't mind getting a fast pass for in two hours to do Space Mountain. I, and do some fast passes go away? Sure. Um, and I really do hope that they put uh, Rise of the Resistance and uh, Web Slingers on either f on fast pass or just maybe those rides because that's what they did with uh, uh, the Millennium Falcon ride. They it did not have fast pass. It was standby only line, right? Yeah. And that, and and other than I think the opening couple of days after that, it it still mellowed out at like I think max like two hours, two and a half hours, which sounds really long. But if that's the only ride that that's long, and if you're like, hey, that's the ride I want to do because that's what I want to do, 
I'm not going to complain. I'll do that. I'll wait for two and a half hours, even though I don't think I ever had to. Um, and I think usually it balances out. Like, yes, things are just going to have long lines. That's part of the thing. But I know Disney wants people out of lines because they want them in the shops. They want them buying food. They want them doing because anytime you're sitting in line, you're not spending money. So, yeah. Um, we'll see. Um I think I had one more thing, and now I forgot what it was. Um, no, I think I mentioned I, I fast pass in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm nervous now for you for 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 because <laughs> mm-hmm. it because right now in Florida you can't buy new ones, but I believe you can renew your passes if you had them. I don't think they're selling any new ones, but you can renew your annual pass. I could be wrong. I don't uh, know. I'm going to search right now so I give the right information. Um, so, Disney World annual passes. So, it looks like, um, no, it looks like you can get them. Um, I believe that they're not selling any new ones. That could have changed, excuse me, recently. But I know you could renew yours if you had it. Mm. So, you just couldn't get a new one. Yeah, pre new um but we didn't so, bother because why would we when they were extending our passes um it, it's very curious my it could be just to see i would be surprised well maybe the numbers that are getting out of disneyland are just like i said they're it's the highest and this this is obviously there are no like reports of it but like people who are in the know are saying that it is the highest ever like revenue per guest that the Disneyland has been, even with this lower capacity and everything. So they're probably mm-hmm. seeing that and they're probably going to try and implement that everywhere they can. Um, I mean, the mentality and the culture is very different over here when it comes to shopping and all that stuff. So we'll see. But what's interesting is a day pass over there is much cheaper than over here. That's, oh, absolutely. Like, I, I, I don't know if they'll be increasing those rates or or, or how, um, and because uh, depending on their limited capacity, they're like, hey, well, we can only sell so many tickets, and well, we can sell them at that higher amount. Well, well, I I don't I don't see that happening because they've really been trying to get a foothold and get that, especially the annual pass culture in Paris, which maybe mm-hmm. they don't want. They've they seem to be very happy with resetting the annual pass program in California. So mm, we'll see. Um, I still haven't gone. I want to go. I want to do web slingers. I want to go see Avengers Campus. It is. Uh, oh, I do have one more thing. Uh, Ash uh, tickets are on sale, and there are a few nights that have sold out, um, but very select. I think it's only like three or four nights, and. Um, they seem to be selling a little slower than in the past. So it does seem like 
Um, it also could be travel restrictions and stuff, but um, it does seem that the higher cost and the shorter amount of time and less to do may be a factor. Um, obviously, anything that happens, we any the bean counters will look at results and things will be implemented like in a year or two from now. They'll learn from stuff and they may just throw out what's happening during COVID because that you know it's not like a regular times like it's just mm -hmm. anomaly right so they may just ignore it and see what happens next year um so we'll see um did you have any any other news on uh on the park side that is all I got okay well that looks like that's it for us for Mickey Kingdoms Thanks for joining us, and we'll be posting a episode two of Loki Spoiler Cast later this week. So if you enjoyed that first one, we're going to be continuing that trend. See you guys next week. Bye-bye.